0: Part of the idea of ID is okay, after you've gotten a lot of this business knowledge, where does the company go to live and breathe and, and really come to life? And that's what ID is really all about.
1: Welcome to the DuPage Business Beat, a podcast about today's biggest business issues told from a Chicagoland perspective. Hello, everyone, and thanks for listening. I'm Greg Bedlove, President and CEO of Choose DuPage. I'm joined today by Dan Ficcini, Managing Director of Innovation DuPage, and Larry Blackburn, CEO of DataTelligent. And today we're talking about Innovation DuPage and how it's growing DuPage County's entrepreneurial ecosystem. Well, good morning, Dan. Good morning, Larry. Good to have you with us this morning. How's everybody doing today? Good, Greg. How are you? Good. Good morning. Good, good, good. Really well. And again, thank you so much for joining us this morning. So, Dan, we're talking about innovation this morning and what it means to the economic development landscape here in DuPage County. And no conversation about innovation is complete without an overview and a discussion about Innovation DuPage. So tell us a little bit about Innovation DuPage, kind of
0: how you got started and Where you're at right now. Sure. Uh, Innovation DuPage is a business incubator and accelerator. We're located in downtown Glen Ellyn. And at its core, really, Innovation DuPage is a community of um, partners, mentors, and um, members really focused around uh, developing entrepreneurship and small businesses in uh, DuPage County.
1: And, and we hear a lot about innovation centers these days throughout the Chicagoland area and we typically think of innovation centers as tech hubs or we think of them as the next greatest software program or the next best place to found or create a, a new Facebook. But you guys are a lot more than that, aren't you? You do more than just tech in your world.
0: Absolutely. We are deliberately industry agnostic. So we can take in all sorts of businesses that really come into Innovation DuPage and help them grow from pre-revenue and the ideation stage all the way up through um, their full growth. And a good example of that is Data uh, DataTelligent, or one of our member companies that's here with us today.
1: Yeah. And we are here with Larry Blackburn, the CEO of DataTelligent. And tell us a little bit about your story, how you founded your business. And congratulations on founding your business. Anybody who hangs up their own shingle, anybody who takes that amount of risk to plant their own flag and grow here in DuPage County, we commend you and we applaud you for that. And how did you get started in this business?
2: Well, so uh, ID has actually been with us from from day one. So back in 2019, uh, we got the idea to start a business. And Uh, like a lot of the people, didn't know how to get started, right? And so looking for resources and happened to come across uh, ID and said, hey, this is like a perfect uh, opportunity here. There's an incubator like 10 minutes from my house, so Mm -hmm. it's perfect. Yeah, so uh, right in our backyard and then a place to find out how to do this. It was like perfect uh, timing for us to have this available to us. and, And so we found the company in 2019 right after they opened and They've been a part of our growth ever since so it's just been very good partnership so, so kind of founded right at the onset or right in the middle of the pandemic
1: how did that impact your growth plans and how did that impact how you get a business out of the ground
2: yeah great question so yeah we started uh, right uh before the pandemic and then as we all know march of 2020 everything locked down We actually, uh, my background is more in healthcare, and we try to uh, build our business around healthcare. Well, the pandemic changed all of that, and so we had to pivot. And so we did that, and uh, we were able to pivot uh, away from healthcare and get into, now our sectors are higher ed and nonprofit, which also needed help growing because of the pandemic as well. And what is your business? What does Data Intelligent do? How do you help the not-for-profit community? How do you
1: help the healthcare community? Two big pieces of our economic pie here in DuPage County.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So what we found is that uh, these are two uh, sectors that are underserved as far as using data. So our focus is helping these organizations use their data to help make decisions or uh, solve their problems. So a uh, big problem in higher ed is uh, a student- uh, enrollment, and retention. And I think the pandemic kind of uh, accelerated some of the issues they were already having. So then they realized, hey, we've got to use data to help us solve this problem. Uh, Which students do we need to focus on for retention, right? So that's the use of data. And then for nonprofits, They have to show uh, results from, a a lot of their uh, funding comes from uh, grants. And so they have to show results and outcomes of what they did with those grants, and that's using data. So that's our focus, is helping these organizations have access, easier access, and then also use their data to make decisions. So as, a, as an admitted non-data guy,
1: what does that mean, using data? Do the not-for-profits and the healthcare give you all of their information?
2: Uh, so yeah, um, what, what, we, what we see in these organizations is that they have all these different systems that they use, and this data is call it, sort of locked up in these systems. So in order to do the analysis that they want to do, you have to be able to sort of get the data out of these systems put it into one central place, like you described, right? One big database, if you will. So now they can use all of the data in these various systems to uh, do the full analysis across the entire organization, not just one part. So they need to kind of integrate all that data, make it easier to access when somebody says, hey, I need to uh, do some analysis around uh, which students, are, are bigger risk for retention? Well, you got to look across not only just their academic performance, but you also got to look at their uh, financial condition and, and maybe even some of their economic, socioeconomic kind of data, right? That kind of analysis, you can't just look at one system, right? So we help make that integration easier. We automate it, we put it in front of the user when they need it. And they, there's no delay. A lot of times you, you might work with spreadsheets. Well, you got to spend hours putting this data together. Sure. So then we make all that easier. We put it in one place. When they need it, they get it, and then they're able to make a decision quickly. And you physically
1: house your business at Innovation DuPage currently? Are you kind of a nine to five. And and Dan, if the answer to that is yes, I think it's yes. Is is that something that's available to all startups in DuPage County and beyond? Because I, I don't think you're limited to just DuPage. Uh, but can that offering happen
2: for any startup like yeah. Larry's? Well, so I'll say um, because of the pandemic, most companies have gone remote or virtual. So the days of having offices, I think, has shifted. So ID is perfect in that you get you get a couple of things, right? One, you get a workspace when you need it. You're not having to commit to a lease of office space. They provide that workspace when you need it. And it's flexible workspace. So they get that, right? But then they also provide that sort of, call it, uh, business support. Like if we have a question about something, Dan and I've had several discussions about, hey, how do we grow our business?
0: Yeah. You know, um, right now we have a base of about 85 member companies. So, And Larry's one of them. And he's one of the growth stories that we have, uh, obviously starting from two founders, you know, in 2019. And now how many employees do you have? We, about... we have 20 employees today. So 20 employees growing uh, dramatically, you know, over the past few years. So that's great. So when they have their big meetings, and usually they have, uh, more people in on thursdays we're kind of busting at the seams sometimes, but we usually be able to find people um, within our space. Uh, we have forty five hundred square feet within the Glen Ellen Civic Center, so we're able to utilize that. We have a classroom upstairs that we utilize in a separate office, so when we are bursting at the seams we 're able to shift and make sure everybody has some space so and we find a lot of people who are in kind of Larry 's situation of growing that Instead of working out of a Starbucks, instead of working out of their garage or their basement, they can come in if they have to have a meeting with a client. It's a legitimate working space where uh, they can have a, a meeting or um, a large meeting. We have a, an event space where you know we can we can accommodate maybe a meeting up to forty people either in our classroom or in the uh, event space. So.
1: A couple of follow-up questions, I guess, for you, Larry. I always consider guys like you kind of the genius operation of your business. You're the one who's got the the idea, and you germinate that idea. How has the ID network helped you grow in terms of other entrepreneurs who you might be able to network with, other CEOs, other business owners who utilize ID services and ID space? And what has that meant to your business in terms of – Maybe something as simple as bouncing ideas off of other entrepreneurs, right. or trying to collaborate with other entrepreneurs.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. So that was um, that was from day one. Uh, like I said, when we decided to start this business, I had never done that. First time entrepreneur. Like, so how do we even get started a business, right? And so from I, I remember from day one, I got introduced to a couple of other entrepreneurs who uh, had had. Uh, been maybe a little further than us but sort of still starting up so it's like instant connection we started to exchange ideas I was asking them tons of questions like how did you get started how did you you know get business how do you get customers and then um, they so got connected there and then um, there were some workshops I remember on, on just creating a business plan as simple as creating a business plan and how to think about that And then the other great thing about ID is that uh, in that same building, there's that small business development center. And so they connected me with somebody who could provide some more structure. For instance, um, they had a lawyer come in once a week who I got free advice. Like a, a sort of an open office, like you get a, you get a lawyer for one hour, <laughs> like which which is worth a lot of money. <laughs> very cool, yeah, <laughs> right? Hundreds of dollars, exactly. maybe thousands, exactly. depending on the lawyer or the law firm. <laughs> exactly. So so I felt like I got that structure uh, advised from the very beginning, so I was able to get through that pretty quickly. Set up the structure of our business. Think about agreements. Like, how do we set all this up, right? The infrastructure of the business, all of that was available through ID. And then talking to other entrepreneurs, as we've grown, I've been able to continue that discussion with other entrepreneurs about how to continue growing. So it's been great community. And how do you find those helpers, if you will, Dan?
0: Well, I think Larry's and in data intelligence like a perfect case study of how all of these things come together. So um, the business development center upstairs um, is part of an initiative of College of DuPage. And we're really founded on 40 years of their work and their business development work. So um, they're really consultative in nature. So part of the idea of ID is, okay, after you've gotten a lot of this business knowledge, where does the company go to live and breathe and and really come to life? And that's what ID is really all about. So the Business Development Center is one of 50 different partners that Innovation DuPage has amongst uh, several disciplines. So we have several different banks, we have a, a law firm, um, and other different municipal partners. We're part of 12 different chambers of commerce throughout DuPage County. And we offer a, a variety of the programs that Larry's talking about. Every other week, we have a member meetup where uh, the members can get together and uh, discuss their pain points or just get introduced to one another and talk about resources that they can share. And we'll bring in a partner uh, company, one of our partners in as well, so that they can talk about, hey, this is how we can add value to the relationship and see how we can connect and provide resources.
1: Very, very cool. Okay, I could talk about this at the kind of the, the macro or the micro level all day, but no conversation about innovation and growth and entrepreneurship in the Midwest seems to happen without discussions about the coast and the coasts, plural, and venture capital and raising money. You started as a one-man band. You said you now have 20 employees. Mm -hmm. That probably took some capital. That probably took some investment. What are you seeing as an entrepreneur in terms of
2: venture capital money, the belief in innovation? Sure, um, and, and that's always the big question, like how do we get the capital we need to grow? So the nice thing about in- Innovation DuPage is that um, they've been able to provide multiple resources for that, right? Not, not just VC funding, and I've gone through some education, like there's more than just VC funding. So what are all the options, right? And so i uh, been able to get some help from that from several uh, of the ID team members to say, hey, look at all your options. Talk to other entrepreneurs. So uh, I think uh, what we're seeing is that when we need that resource, they're able to connect us right? When we reach that point, like, hey, we need some additional funding or capital, like, what are the resources? And instantly, they're able to connect us. So I had a discussion a few weeks ago with somebody who's based in Chicago, looking to invest in companies. And so he's actively looking and sort of coached us on, hey, here are the things you need to do to sort of be uh, approached by these uh, investors. So sort of looking at, what what what's the right approach to be uh, uh, funded like that, right? But okay. but that was like an instant connection. So they are out there. They're in the Chicago uh, area. While well, we said that, They're right here, right, finding
1: right. them, cultivating right. them, and convincing right. them.
2: Right. So so I think it's it's absolutely available. And then I think what I've seen in the Chicago market is that it's not just one kind. It's it's pretty diverse as far as how you can get funded.
1: And it's happening out here in the suburbs, Dan. How do you? What are you guys doing to? cultivate those investors and those resources to help these folks with VC money, seed money and even additional funding opportunities?
0: Yeah. So I think, you know, when we look at our four stakeholder groups, obviously our members and our program participants are two areas, but then our our next, you know, um, stakeholders are really our partners, which we talked about in our mentor network. So there's plenty of ways of engaging, you know, different companies. And to your point about um, our partners, we're creating that VC and Uh, angel investment uh, pipeline right now. So we have relationships with The Irish Angels, uh, which is an alumni network of angel investors out of Notre Dame, the Hyde Park Angels, the um, West Suburban Angels, Uh, we just had a meeting and a pitch day with uh, Comeback Capital. Um, They provide um, funding, uh, particularly in uh, software development. Uh, So we're continuing to build those relationships um, with um, funders uh, and create those pipelines so we can connect uh, our member companies to them when they're in their fundraising rounds.
1: You mentioned 20 employees and you're kind of a, sounds like a virtual company. Mm -hmm. Um, On previous podcasts here in DuPage, we've talked about the shift from in the office to remote, to hybrid, to some iteration thereof. And we monitor it closely because DuPage County, as I think you both know, we're a big office player. We have a lot of office parks. We have a lot of office buildings and building owners and building managers. Where do you see yourself five years from now? Where do you see your company in terms of corporate culture and getting folks together and Mm -hmm. kind of driving that mindset that you're trying to instill in your company? Is it always going to be a virtual
2: world for you? So what we've done now is that um, we have certain days of the week that are called work in the office days. And we have a good number of folks come in the office and they work together and see each other face to face. And so that's worked out well. And then quarterly, we get the entire team together in one space at, at ID. They have this great event center that we can put you know 20 plus people in one room. And then we, we do a lot of uh, just connecting people. So I think having that flexible office space, I think will remain. Like we're not gonna get rid of the offices completely. Because of the need for that personal face-to-face connection, I don't think that will ever go away.
0: That's great. What about the rest of the members at ID? What are they saying, Dan? What are you hearing? Well, I think that probably the hybrid workplace is here to stay. And I think that's kind of, um, at least for ID, the way we approach it is that um, we're more than, you know, a, a co working space. I think there's plenty of those spaces everywhere. We're more about providing that programming as well and those connections and those relationships. So, When people need resources or we're doing uh, workshops on a monthly basis out of Innovation DuPage, um, we do our owner to CEO program, which is a 10-week mini MBA course that actually our, our next cohort just actually kicked off this week. We're providing those classes and resources for people to come in. We have networking events where people can come in and still connect with each other. Part of the great value out of ID is bringing the entrepreneurs together so they can share with each other and be part of that community some rapid fire questions here
2: okay
1: interns students are they part of the id network that can help these startup companies with things like web design and marketing and
0: communications absolutely so over the past four years we we've had um, 110 interns come through Innovation 110? Yeah. That's through, fantastic. Come through Innovation DuPage in one way, shape, or form working with our member companies. Uh, we work with um, we have partners with seven other universities throughout DuPage County um, where we partner with them and we find ways to find interns um, mostly right now, especially because a lot of our companies are bootstrapping, we try to find a way to uh, get funding so. and that's a way to mitigate the cost. So what was costing you know might cost you 15, 14 bucks an hour for an intern. We can pay half of that through that resource. Of Excellent. Grant. What a great resource. So what's next for innovation DuPage? What's next? Uh, we're going to continue to keep growing. You know, I think uh, at this four-year milestone, we're looking back and see that we've served more than 250 companies. So we're really kind of continuing to grow our member base, keep um our program participants coming in so that we can provide uh that value to um small businesses and entrepreneurs throughout d page we're growing our partners network and um we're really doing right now focused on our mentors so we're looking for those subject matter experts out in the community that want to volunteer their time and help a lot of our member companies grow either with a short-term engagement where they can help them get through you know um a problem they might be having, or even long-term engagement. So if you're interested in becoming a mentor or a partner, uh, please reach out to us. And the best way to do that is through our website at uh, www.innovationdupage.org.
1: So you answered my next two questions before I even asked them. Oh, okay. So what, what, what you need more of to continue to grow and be successful, you, you need more people, you need more expertise, you need more volunteers, you need more bodies. Yes, Always. And one more time, the website of how people can get involved? www.innovationdupage.org. Great, that's fantastic. And Larry, what's next for your business? What do you need? Where do you go from here? And how do you get there?
2: Yeah, great question. So I think um, the one thing that we, we always need, I think this is true for entrepreneurs, which ID provides, is, is just connections, right? We need connections to resources, we need connection to potential partners. Customers, so so that's the word I always use. Like we need more connections, and 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 uh, I really want to focus on connecting through the local community, right here in DuPage County, and and so I, I think that's one way we grow is to further those connections, and then I think just continuing to uh, find opportunities where where we can help these organizations. So I think the more we can t- sort of tell our story too, right, really helps, and so. Uh, just t- trying to continue to grow the company and, and our team and uh, do, it, do it from here, right? Do it from DuPage County. Larry,
1: we, we always love on our podcast, we like to leave folks with a, a really tangible takeaway. So you're an entrepreneur. You started a business. What's the one piece of advice you would give somebody who's thinking about hanging up their own shingle or starting their own business here in DuPage or anywhere in terms of what's the first thing that they need to do and what do they need to be committed to?
2: So I would say the, the biggest thing that we did from the beginning and continue to do is get feedback. Get feedback from um, customers especially, like we've always said that, right? We're, we're gonna build our business on customer feedback, not just what we think customers need, but actually getting their feedback. So always be open to that. We started our company by meeting with like uh, 40 people and say, hey, we got an idea, what do you think? We had no perceived idea whether they would buy it or not, but but just by having those meetings, we we knew how to start the business, right? So be open to feedback from other entrepreneurs, other people in the community. Just get that feedback and then be flexible to what you hear and adjust to that feedback. And then you're going to be – you're going to find your market that way, right? So – Fantastic. And how can people learn about data intelligent? Larry, here's your opportunity for your plug for your business. Absolutely. More. So we have a website. Go to www.datatelligent.ai. So once again, what was it? Uh, www.datatelligent.ai. Well, fantastic. Well, thank you, Larry
1: Blackburn, CEO of Data Intelligent, and Dan Facini, Managing Director of Innovation DuPage, for joining me this morning on the DuPage Business Beat. It's fascinating to learn about entrepreneurs. We wish you nothing but the best. And Innovation DuPage has just been a phenomenal resource for economic development here in DuPage County. So that's it for today's show. I'd like to give a special thanks again to Dan Ficcini of Innovation DuPage and Larry Blackburn of Data Intelligent for joining me today. If you want to learn more about today's topics and all things affecting DuPage County businesses, follow Choose DuPage on social media. You can also view past episodes, access helpful resources, and learn more about our organization at ChooseDupage.com. Again, that's ChooseDupage.com.